This is the Truth Network. There are two kinds of people in the world, my friend. Those with a rope around their neck and the people who have the job of doing the cutting. Listen, the neck at the end of the rope is mine. I run the risks. So the next time I want more than half. There are two kinds of spurs, my friend. Those are coming by the door. Those are coming by the window. Christian Carguy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now... See, in this world, there's two kinds of people, my friend. Those with loaded guns, and those who dig. You dig. The good, the bad, and the ugly <laughs> today on the Christian Car Guy Show. Yeah, I know. You may be thinking, Robbie, are you some kind of Clint Eastwood fan? Because we did the whole thing with, you know, Right Turn Clyde, and here we are with the good, the bad, and the ugly. But in that idea of the good and the bad and the ugly, there, I, I mean, I'd, I don't know if you really thought about it, but there are two kinds of people in this world. <laughs> Those who have a rope around their neck. And those who have the job of cutting it. I mean, that's a really profound thing if you just sit there and think about it a second. Just which are you? And, and you, you, the next one, the next line, this is actually from the movie, The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. There are two kinds of spurs, my friend. Those that come in by the door and those that come in by the window. And I, I don't know if you remember this, but I'm pretty sure Jesus clarified that for us when he told us, you know, who, he who comes in by the gate, you know, is the keeper of the sheep, but any guy that comes in through the window any other way, there you go. So he's sharing a little wisdom there. And then don't miss the last one. I really like it the best of all. There are two kinds of people in this. Of course, if you watch the movie, The Good, Bad, and the Ugly, you definitely love this last scene where he says there's two kinds of people in this world, those with a loaded gun and those who dig. And of course, the more you think about that one, the more you realize that, wow, I don't think my, my gun is completely loaded, so I guess I better start digging. And so we're going to dig today on the Christian Car Guy Show. We're going to dig into this whole idea of wisdom because, you know, good and bad and ugly when it comes to cars, you know, would be really significant. If you could tell a good car from a bad one, I mean, wouldn't that be awesome? So I want you to picture with me, if you wouldn't mind three cars. One is a good car. I think we could probably all agree that a 2006 Honda Accord, you know, if it was well taken care of, is a good car, right? And I bet you would also agree with me, if you ever had any experience with one, a 1977 Yugo is a bad car. <laughs> I could, I have a lot of experience with those, actually. Uh, I worked at a dealership that sold them, so I have some experience with some Yugos. And I think that most people would agree that it's the worst car ever made. Now, that's an interesting thing. So we can learn some stuff from these. And then when it comes to an ugly car, 
You know, I couldn't help but think of that 1975 AMC Pacer. For those of you who know cars, you know the exact car I'm talking about. It was used in um, John Denver God movies. But anyway, those we're going to use those for our discussion, our discussion today. So I do want to say um, that to go along with our discussion, the good, the bad, the ugly, I want to play a little Name That Noise. So, Keith? It's time to play Define That Defect. Resolve that roar. Trace that tick. Highlight that hubbub. Name that noise. Chronicle that clatter. All right, get ready to call us at 866-348-7884. This is a live show. We got lines open, and we're hoping you can name that noise. All you got to do is call us. 866-348-7884. And if they can name this noise, Keith, tell them what they'll win. They can win one of our wonderful books from the Christian Car Guy Prize Vault. We are loaded in the Christian Car Guy Prize Vault with wonderful books we would love for you to call in and see if you can name this noise. So Now, actually, that is... One noise. I did it three times so you can get it, kind of get a feel of it. But Keith, play it again one more time. All right. So what do you think that noise is? We would love for you to call in and play. 866-348-7884. And here to help me out today, I'm very excited. I have a brand new guest from Benchmark Auto Sales. We have Fancy. Welcome, Fancy. Good morning. Thank you. And she is kind of been in the car business now a little over a year. Mm-hmm. And so would you agree, Fancy, that figuring out what a good car is from a bad car would be really, really helpful, especially oh, since absolutely. <laughs> you're selling them. So you don't want to sell somebody a bad car. You want to sell them a good one. So it, when I first became a used car manager, my father was instructing me on how to buy used cars, as you can imagine, because he was my boss and he was my mentor. And he told me, son, <laughs> the stuff that comes to your father has stuck in my soul for all these years. It's really, really helpful. He told me, you can't put too much money in a good car. You can't put too much money in a good car, and you can't put too little money in a bad one. In other words, when a good car, when you know that's a good car, and it's up on the auction block, or you're trading for it, or whatever the situation is, don't worry about paying too much for it, because you won't get hurt. Where you get hurt in the car business, and in life... <laughs> is when you <laughs> buy the bad car. And so, you know, that's really a helpful thing to know. But, Dad, how do you know a good one? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, now let's, let's just picture these three cars that, that um, I was discussing, right, a minute. And I feel quite certain anyone who bought a 1996 Honda Accord would agree with me that it cost a good bit more than a Yugo, right? But whether they kept it or sold it or traded it, right? The Honda kept its value. And the Yugo, well, you know. <laughs> I I told you we sold these. I was actually at the Yugo store in Raleigh. Um, we had Pontiac, Buick, GMC, Yugo, Peugeot, another real winner. <laughs> <laughs> and Isuzu. And so it was interesting. Near the end, we could not sell these Yugos. Do you believe that, Fancy? Uh, you couldn't sell them. 
And we we started buy one get one free. They wouldn't come <laughs> get one. They, we still couldn't sell them. We literally ended up having to give away. We would you know give them to, to high schools that needed to give away a free car and stuff like that. That's how we got rid of all those. <laughs> I mean, it was impossible to sell. They were sale proof. Um, so anybody who had one of those things, they knew this. And that, and if you talk about an ugly car, the AMC Pacer, and my dad was an AMC dealer, so I had some experience with those too. They were in their own way. I mean, those cars would run. They were good cars from a standpoint of they would get you there and back. But if you made the mistake of buying an ugly car, you would find that your resale value immediately went out the ditch. And it was pretty sale-proof too. So... <laughs> <laughs> if you're a used car manager and you saw a Yugo coming, you know, you were like, okay, how do I appraise this? You know, how do I put too little money in this particular car? And, and, and so these are all challenging things, you know, like, how are we going to figure this out? So I thought I'd take you on a little journey this morning. The Bible, as you may know, is God's owner's manual for wisdom. And that is exactly what it requires, because even the biblical definition of wisdom is quite helpful. So if you were to look into the word wisdom in Hebrew, which we're going to go through here quite specifically, I'm not going to try to pronounce it. I'm just going to spell it in Hebrew for you, okay? So it starts out with the letter Chet. And if you were to look at that letter, and I hope you do, I hope you go to christiancarguy.com and I wrote all this out so you could see it. That first letter, Chet, is actually like a picture of a hoopah, of a wedding canopy, like two people get married in because the word means life. All right? So that's a pretty good way to start out wisdom. Like if you buy that Honda, you're going to have some life. If you buy that, you go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that's the first letter is a chet. Now, the second letter is a really neat letter, really neat letter. It's called a calf, K-A-F, and it means a palm or a crown or a spoon. Okay, so it's sort of a crown on this wisdom, on this life. And the third letter is an absolutely fabulous Hebrew letter. It's a fabulous letter, and it could mean so much to all of us. It's a mem. And mem means water, which means so much because, you know, Jesus was the living water. And the letter, when you look at it separated like this, has to do with like water separates from steam to water. We're going to get a lot more into the mem. We're going to get into wisdom. We have Vada, who is going to tell us what that noise is. And you can still call in and win at 866-348-7884. We're trying to figure out the difference between the good, the bad, and the ugly today on the Christian Car Guy Show with Fancy. So stay tuned. A lot more coming up. There are two kinds of people in the world, my friend. Those with a rope around their neck and the people who have the job of doing the cutting. Listen, the neck at the end of the rope is mine. I run the risks. So the next time I want more than half. The good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> Today on the Christian Car Guy Show, we're so excited to have your calls to name that noise. We got Veda is in Greensboro, and we have Fancy here with us today to talk about the good and the bad and the ugly. She's with Benchmark Auto Sales, 
And undoubtedly, she had a chance to work with some cars that were good and bad. And I'll bet you've even worked with one or two that was ugly. Yeah, a couple. That's that's kind of what goes <laughs> on. But let's go to Veda. She <laughs> thinks she can name that noise. Veda, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Hello. I'm excited to hear. Do you want to hear the noise again before you guess? Well, I'm pretty sure I know what it is. It, it sounded. Is it okay for me to go ahead and say? Sure, we'll we'll go ahead and let you say. Go ahead. Um, it sounded to me like a flat tire. It sounds like a flat. You know, Keith, play it again one more time. See, I kind of tricked you, and I didn't mean to do that. What I what I said was that is one sound, but I played it three times so you could kind of get the feel of it. But when you listen to it just like that, it sounds exactly like a flat tire. It does. <laughs> and for all I know, Veda, while they were recording this noise, there could have been a car with a flat tire in the background. So I'm going to say you're a winner. <laughs> and, and, and I've had a flat tire, and I've been there. I, I You know, when you hear that noise, that's not good. And, and I would point out, I would point out that if you had a flat tire, that noise would also be involved at some point. Um so, you know, that was a great <laughs> guess. And, you know, oh. wouldn't it be wonderful to tell the good from the bad? Oh, it would be, yes. <laughs> I mean, there's so many places in our life, like if I could tell a good plumber from a bad plumber, if I could tell a good, you know, razor from a bad, you know, all these different things in life are just like, okay, here's good and bad, and how do I figure out which, you know, this is helpful stuff. So thank you for listening today. I hope we can work together on this and get some answers okay thank you god bless thank a, you you too have a good day bye-bye bye-bye all right so the noise is still out there we would love to hear your guess 866-348-7884 866-34-TRUTH so right before the break we were going through the word wisdom in hebrew which starts out with the letter chet which means life sort of a hoopa kennedy uh, canopy, like when you're getting married, and it is a marriage, that letter is sort of a marriage between male and female when you look at all that the Hebrews put into it. And then the the calf, which is a palm or a crown or a spoon. So, you know, it's it's a big deal, the, the calf is. And then I was getting into this mem, which is just a fabulous letter. Oh, I love this letter. And if you look at it on christiancarguy.com, in the mem that's used in the word wisdom is a separated mem. And see, mem, the number of the letter is 40. And you know how long it takes for a baby to come? 40 weeks. So the closed mem looks like a womb. But the, this mem is separated, and, and it has to do with being born again. Imagine that. <laughs> and the Jews even teach that. It's funny. If you go to listen to them talk about this letter on their website, they'll say, well, it has to do with being born again. So they know all about that stuff. I, they just hadn't gotten the noose from around their neck quite yet. So <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of our job to cut that. I'm, I'm just saying. So interestingly, water, okay? And the, the Hebrews have long taught that the wisdom comes from knowing how to separate things. So they take, and they use this as wisdom in, in Hebrew in a lot of different ways. They talk about a cheese bag, that if you put milk in a leather bag out in the sun, it heats up, the cheese will separate from the water. And that's the good from the bad. 
And so that has everything to do with wisdom, and it has to do with the separation of water, okay? So now the last word, letter in the word wisdom is a hey, which is interestingly just like any time you ever say it's a universal thing to say hey. It's like, hi, here I am. Dogs even say it when they bark. They're going, hey, here I am. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing, and you find an expression. In, in other words, what they're saying in Hebrew is that this life under the crown of the separated water of good and evil expressed. They're expressing this to you. This is what it looks like to have wisdom, to be able to separate good from bad, okay? That's wisdom. So really, really cool to me is to look at the word evil in Hebrew. Again, I put this at my website. So if we knew what wisdom was is to separate good and evil, okay, then how about evil? What does evil look like? Well, you know, when Eve was fixing it, you know, do the thing with the tree of good and evil, you know, she's going to find out what the difference was between good and evil. Well, there you find the word evil. And this is really fascinating to me, that the word evil starts with a resh. And it means poor, it means evil, as you might guess, but it, it, it's a head, and that head is bent over, <clears throat> not bent over so much in um, humility, but bent over as a slave, a servant. And so what's it a slave to? Well, the second letter in evil is iron, which means clearly eyes. It can also mean salvation, but when you look at the iron, it actually has two like eyes looking at you, and then they they come together with an optical nerve. And the, the Jews even know this that that that's that those two little things on an iron come together, and and when you look at it, it is an optical nerve connected to two eyes. And so when you think about it, maybe you know somebody like this. I have relatives that man. They can spot a strip joint from, like, we could be driving. I went by this place 40 times, and if they're in the car with me, Robbie, look over there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or if you watch them watch TV, look at the things that their eyes, you know, <clears throat> not to say that I never do this stuff, because, you know, if I'm in a store and I see a Twinkie, you know, I'm saying, and I, all of a sudden I'm a slave. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm just saying that you're bent over, the head's bent over, and then all of a sudden the eyes are looking at something, and it has to do with self-gratification. What is it that is going to please me? I'm in it for me. That's everything to do with evil. And this is going to get back to the good and the back and the ugly. We got all these people going to talk to us about this noise. They're all calling in, so we got all that coming up. We are going to talk more about benchmarks. Stay tuned. Robbie Dillmore here, and the Truth Network podcasts have helped make my pillow the company it is today. And now Mike Lindell, who, by the way, I've met and is a great guy, the inventor and CEO of my pillow, wants to give back to our listeners for the first time. You can get deep discounts on all my pillow products if you go to mypillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials. Who never thought that my dream job would be selling my pillows? <laughs> Maybe you're getting tired of these sleeping jokes, but you can get deep discounts on my 
side pillows, mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, the body pillow is regularly $89.99, but with a promo code GETTRUTH, it's only $29.99. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the body pillow for only $29.99. Enter promo code GETTRUTH or call 800-942-9613 for these great radio specials. There are two kinds of spurs, my friend. Those are coming by the door. Those are coming by the window. The good, the bad, and the ugly today on the Christian Car Guy Show. We are trying to get some wisdom here on how do you determine good from evil or good from bad. It's it's a very interesting concept. And you may think, Robbie, you're going off along on that. Well, it, I think you'll f- see where all this comes home. And then with an understanding, with a new understanding of good and evil, that perhaps God wrote into the language of good and evil from the Bible. Maybe we can get some understanding on how to apply that into our lives, not only with good and bad cars, but a lot of good and bad that we face in life. But I'm very excited about this Name That Noise game. And I have a call from the first time ever from the state of Idaho, which I can't not take this call because, David, I, I don't know if you know this, but I'm actually born in Idaho. Well, that's not a bad thing. I was born in Utah and live in Idaho. Well, there you go. What part of of Idaho were you born in? I was born in Pocatello. Oh, we don't claim that. I'm sorry. That's all right. (laughs) At at Babcock Memorial Hospital in Pocatello, Idaho in 1955. Howard Uh, Silent. But meanwhile, are you listening listening out of Utah then? Are you listening on... um, I'm actually, uh, I drive truck and I come down here uh, about three times a week and I picked up your station and heard that and I went, I know what the sounding of a closed trunk on a car sounds like, so I called you. You know, that's a really, really great guess, David. I mean, that is phenomenally great guess and I wouldn't be a bit surprised that while they were recording this, somebody wasn't <laughs> shutting the trunk behind in the background, so we're going to give it to you as well. <laughs> 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 but you know that is a great guess and that is very 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 similar to the sound that we actually have here but you know not quite what not i was yet. going after but i appreciate and i'm just so glad oh, you called from idaho i mean it's just exciting well, to me. You know, i'm glad to hear your, your program i've enjoyed it and uh you guys keep up the good work you too david god bless be safe out there thank you Hey, you too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. We have Laura is in Raleigh. She thinks she knows the answer to this one. Laura, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Uh, good morning. How are you doing? I am doing great. Do you want to hear the noise again before we um, guess? Uh, I think I know what it is, but um, if, if it's related, it's somebody drumming their hands on the dashboard. If it's not, it's just somebody drumming their hands. Somebody drumming their hands on the dashboard. Let's play it one more time, Keith. I hadn't okay. thought of that one. There, those are some heavy fingers. Right there. <laughs> 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 but, you know, 
once again, Laura, I would not be a bit surprised if somebody wasn't drumming their fingers in the background <laughs> while this was actually going on. I <laughs> you two are going to get a book from the Christian Car Guy Prize Vault. Fortunately, we stacked it well this morning. And God bless you. Thank you so much. Hey, you too, folks. All right. Bye-bye. All right. We have... We have Rose is in Greensboro, North Carolina. All calling from North Carolina this morning. Good morning, Rose. Yeah. I am so glad you called. Do you want to hear that noise again before you attempt to to go where nobody has been able to? I was tempted. I oh. was tempted. Okay, go ahead. I think it's a hood. You think it's a hood, like a hood closing? Yes. Oh, once again, that's a great answer. It's a fabulous <laughs> answer. And for all I know, <laughs> somebody may have been closing a hood back in the background while this was going on. It's it's a very interesting thing. Um, but there may have been a hint, actually, if you listen closely to my intro, into um, what that actually is, the noise that I was going for. But, Rose, you're a winner, too. Thank you so much for calling in today. All right. Thank you. God bless. Bye-bye. All right, we still have lines open and your chance to figure out what that noise is. Keith, we better play it again because we're struggling here. Um, there you go. If you can name that noise, you call us 866-348-7884. Now, we're trying to figure out the difference between good and evil from a standpoint of how the Hebrew was originally. <clears throat> so hopefully we can get some wisdom to be able to determine the two. And as I mentioned, evil has this resh or rosh in it, which is this letter that's bent over like a head, and it's a slave to actually its own self-gratification. And then the eyes are interestingly connected to it, and I don't know if you ever noticed it, but whenever I've got this craving, usually it's not a godly thing. <laughs> <laughs> And so now let me connect it to cars for you a minute, okay? I happen to know how the Yugo happened. <laughs> um, just because of many years in the car business, I was actually in the car business in 1971, I think, when Malcolm Bricklin decided to make the Malcolm Bricklin, the Bricklin car, which was a very unique looking car. Few people have ever seen it. And he made this car and he actually sold a bunch of them before he even came out with a car. And he sold a lot of them to Lee Gallus, who was my boss at the time at Gallus Cadillac in Albuquerque, New Mexico. <clears throat> and then he proceeded to rip him off for about six cars that never were shipped because they never could get them made because there was all kinds of struggles. And so I came early on understanding that Malcolm Bricklin was not a good guy. I mean, it just, he was motivated by self-gratification. In other words, he was in it for the money. And, and so, interestingly, I was working at another dealer when they came to me and they said, Robbie, we got a chance to get the Yugo franchise. You know, I've been talking to Malcolm Bricklin, and I went, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it, please, don't do it. <clears throat> And, and I did talk that dealer out of doing it. But a few years later, I went to work at the, at the store in Raleigh, and we had Yugo. And there I got to experience all I already knew about Yugo <laughs> long before I ever got there. That when you find somebody who has been in it 
Now, that doesn't mean that they can't get the news from around their neck, and it is our job to cut it. But, you know, there you go. So I'll bet in your line of work at Benchmark Auto Sales, right, Mm -hmm. Fancy, you can see some situations where you're somebody selling you a car and you can tell that it's bad. Oh, absolutely. By the person that's associated with it. Uh Yeah. (laughs) And I'll bet there's times where you can tell that it's good by the social. And and one of the things I love about your credit criteria in buying a car at, at Benchmark Auto Sales is that they need to be nice people. Very much. Yes. <laughs> and so that's the thing I kind of save for now, which is the beautiful side of this, is how do you determine what's good? Which is actually, it's a little too easy to determine what's bad, and I can find it myself so quick it's not even funny. But finding what's good, now that's a horse of a different color. It really, really is. And the word's a little bit more profound. In fact, it's a lot more profound. And you might remember that it's one of the first things God said right after he made light is that is good. And he re- kept repeating it because he liked the word. It's really like, Man, that's good. That's good. I, God's all about good. And, and he loves that word. So the first letter in the word good, and again, I've got this at my website, christiancarguy.com. It's called a chet. And when you look at the letter, it actually looks like a womb. And the number related to the letter is nine for nine months. Okay, and when you think about how good it is, the fruit of any womb, okay? I mean, it's just a good thing. Fruit is good. Good is fruit. It's kind of like, oh, as long as it's good fruit. So I would have bet you would agree that if you have any children, oh, man, that's good. That's some good stuff. I mean, that's light. I mean, that's good. That's what the letter Tet is. And then a vav is the next letter in the le- in the word good, and that vav is like a hook. And so whenever you see that letter, it's hooking that goodness to something, which is the letter on the other side. Which the letter on the other side of of the of the tet is a bet. Well, that letter's huge because it's the second letter of the alphabet, like alphabet. You've heard it before. It's it's the first letter in the Torah, but it means house. And it, which it, that house, if you look at the letter, it's, it's sort of like a square thing, but it's got an open door, which is sort of a significant thing in today's show. It's got an open door. <laughs> and the other thing that you'd really need to know about the letter bet is the second letter in the word father. You might have heard Abba, father, which I know that's Aramaic, but. Even in Hebrew, the second letter is the first letter is Aleph and the second letter is Bet. If you look at the word love, guess what? You're going to find Bet in there again because a household is supposed to be a place of love and goodness. And when you hook goodness to household, you get the word good. And we're going to explain what that has to do with a car because, of course, it does. We got Derek is in Chester, Virginia. We got all sorts of people going to determine for us. Uh, what that noise is when we come up. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. See, in this world, there's two kinds of people, my friend. Those with loaded guns and those who dig. 
you dig. We are digging for wisdom today on the Christian Car Guy Show. The difference between the good, the bad, and the ugly cars. If we just determine this, maybe good, bad, and ugly people like we're in the movie, or good, bad, and ugly whatever. What is what is in that? What did God originally have for us in the way of wisdom? We're digging into that, and we are got a very important noise that we've been trying to name, and we got a couple contestants lined up for that. But before I do that, I have to tell you that the Truth Network is partnering with the Persecution Project, and a really important event that's this kind of a, a deal that's going on with Medea's, Medina's song. This is a video that if you go to truthnetwork.com, you're going to see this lady is in the Nuba Mountains of the Sudan, and it's been a horrible situation. That's the reason why it's a persecution project, because they are being persecuted. They have been bond for years. There's an embargo on them. It's terribly poor. And here are these beautiful, wonderful Christians. And so when you see this lady who lives in a world where the planes fly over and bomb indiscriminately, shoot her brothers and sisters, mothers and fathers, all this stuff all the time, when you see the joy in her eyes, when you see the love in her voice, and then this money that we're doing with the with the persecution project, if you're able to give to that situation there at truthnetwork.com, that money is going towards building a hospital there. There's a doctor, but he is having to work out under the trees because they keep, of course, as you might imagine, tearing up all the buildings where he's working. So they've got a plan on how to be able to provide a women's hospital. So the idea is, again, go to truthnetwork.com. And there we're going to see Medina. So once you see the video, I think God will put it on your heart. What your next step will be is see, we can at least certainly pray that God's going to do something for those wonderful Christians there, which are really part of the body of Christ for us there in the Nuba Mountains. So that would be wisdom, in my opinion, to see what God is doing and get in on it. And so we got Derek is in Chester, Virginia. He wants to name that noise. Derek, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Hey, how are you, sir? I am wonderful. I am very excited to hear your answer on what you think that noise may be. Well, I have someone with me, so could you play the sound one more time? We can. Go ahead, Keith. And the disclaimer is that is the same sound. I just played it three times so that you could kind of get the feel of it. Right, right. So I've been listening... I don't know if someone guessed this when I wasn't listening, but I think that sounds like a heavy stapler. A heavy stapler. Wow, that's an interesting like, answer. You know, the sound of a stapler getting... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. That is like, man. You know, once again, that could easily have been going on in the background <laughs> while this was being recorded, and I have no way of knowing. But I will tell you that that's a great answer, and it, it could easily be that sound as well. But the sound that was actually recorded there was a little bit different. But we're going to make you a winner, Derek. We'll okay. send you out a book. Thank you for calling. God bless. Outstanding. <laughs> Thank right. you, Thank sir. you. Bye-bye. We have Michelle is in Raleigh. Michelle, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. Michelle, I'm counting on you. <laughs> I am, too. What you got? What do you I'm, think it is? I, I'm going to guess it's the closing car door. You. Oh, ta-da. <laughs> <laughs> See, I... Did you get that out of my hint that it was in the, you know, coming in through the door, coming in through the window? Sort of, kind of. Sort of, kind of. Okay. 
Well, I'm very, very proud of you. And you have guessed that noise. I'm so glad that we got it today. God bless. And that that door is going to become very important in what we're talking about today when it comes to wisdom in just a minute. It's really cool. I think you're going to love it when you hear it. God bless. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, and God bless you. Okay, thanks. thanks. Bye-bye. So in the idea of wisdom... I, you know, I've been studying this idea of good and evil, good and evil. So this morning I asked God for a word about the day and, you know, <laughs> he gave me the word ransom. And I was like, no, God, I'm studying the difference between wisdom, good and evil, good and evil. That can't be my word for today. I, I need something that has to do with that good and evil. Good. And, he said, Robbie, your word is ransom. I'm like, and I went back for the third time. Like, God, it can't be ransom. He said, Robbie, work with me. It's ransom. Look it up. <laughs> so let me tell you the connection that God had in vine for me, because I never would have guessed this in a zillion years, and it has everything to do with door, okay? So when you look up the word ransom, and you read it, spell it out in Hebrew, it starts with a pay, which is a beautiful letter. It has to do with God's presence. It actually means a mouth. But anytime you see something in the, in the Bible talking about God's face, it's going to start out with a pay. So that's interesting. You got the face of God somehow involved in this ransom. But the second letter is a phenomenal letter, in my opinion. It's a dalit, which means door. Now, I don't know if you remember, but there was some blood over the door in the Passover, and actually Dalit means Passover. And I don't know if you knew this, but the word David in Hebrew has two Dalits in it because I know it means beloved in Hebrew, but it also means door-door. I mean, we're talking the door to something. So after the Dalit in the word ransom comes a Yud, which means the hand of God, and then a Vav, the hand of God's going to be connected to what? And it's another Mem, which again is the Messiah. Okay, so what God was telling me, Robbie, is in order to get from evil, which is the rosh, which is the head, there is a redemptive idea in evil. It's it's built into it, and it's built into it through this ransom. Now, very interestingly, you got to go look this up. I'm not going to rob you of the joy of studying Exodus 21 and specifically 2130, where it talks about how to ransom something. And God even very specifically says 30 pieces of silver. I'm not kidding you. It's right there. 30 pieces of silver has to do with this ransom. The first time you find this word in the Bible, it's got it's, it's just clear that the doorway from evil to good is a ransom. And I had no, I was like, oh, bingo, God, you you nailed it. I mean, I, how come I didn't think about this? It's the blood of Christ. I mean, it, it, it is exactly being connected to that mem. You see the hand of God connected to the mem? Okay. So speaking of goodness, right, I know of a good event that's coming up at Benchmark Auto Sales this Friday. And I know everybody listening isn't in the Winston-Salem, North Carolina area, but if you happen to be, Amongst those there, we are going to be there, the Christian Car Guy and our tent for the Truth Network, right? Fancy. Absolutely. Next Friday at 530. So tell us about it. Um, it's, it's a community event. We're going to try to, um, you know, talk to the whole community, make them aware of all the different things that we do, as well as some car safety. And we're going to have a Wake Forest Law Group there um, speaking on a few different things. And 
Um, we'll have food and just a, a lot of fun. Um, getting getting to know more about cars. That is going to be fun. It is going to be fun. And so there's some goodness for you, right? And, and it's it's more than interesting to me when you think about okay, a good car versus a bad car, or a good situation versus a bad car. They can always be redeemed. Absolutely. And and they can be redeemed through you know, what God had in mind originally for them, which is to be under the blood of Christ, however that looks. And so like that opening thing, like there's those who have the noose around their neck and then there's those who can cut it. Well, those of you who are listening to me now that understand what I meant by the, by the doorway by which you can get to goodness, to life, because that idea of being in the womb and to have the fruits of the Spirit, all these different good fruits, come through the ransom right that he paid it's so beautiful it's unbelievable so join us next friday and wow go to christiancarguy.com and look at that look at those letters with me i mean it is a beautiful thing you're just like oh my gosh god you painted this picture for us before time was created of what's the difference between evil and good it's gorgeous take a look christiancarguy.com there you can find christian car guy theater you can find the jesus labor love which we had wonderful events that happened today with but this week with that one. So it's all there at christiancarguy.com. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, and he got it all done in 33 years. Thanks for listening very much.